Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me Kieran Grudins. I hope you're all well. It is the first one of the week and if you guys did not know, the September event of DC Fandom, also known as DC Fandom Part 2, happened this weekend with loads of big news, particularly about all things DC Comics TV series. This is stuff that could be on the Arrowverse, could be that's coming and also what season two will introduce for a lot of these shows we are going to be breaking down absolutely everything that happened and giving my opinion as well but before that i just want to give a couple of announcements first off i would just like to thank again for the recent support it's been absolutely brilliant now over 675 total plays over here on this channel so absolutely incredible so thank you very very much also the true fans podcast now has their own official instagram tfp.football if you guys would like to join us in our kiss my score league which is basically a score prediction app and if you guys want to join and to become the title known of the truest fan of football just message over there on that instagram and then the legend sam Cattell, my co-host will be giving you all of the details bearing in mind as well you can also message over there if you want to join a podcast and if you want to see what podcasts are coming using the podcast plan the final thing that i just want to mention here i had last dc fandom i did a review please a preview and a review please check out if you haven't i didn't do a preview for this simply because on friday so at the point i'm recording this september the 11th it was my uh, 18th birthday so that's why there was no podcast uh, on there because i had such a jam-packed day thank you so much to uh, to everybody that wish me a happy birthday and then obviously throughout the weekend i went to liverpool on a birthday weekend so hence why i did not listen or watch to any of these panels so i did all my research in preparation for this uh, but i still can deliver some very very concrete opinions as this is stuff that i have watched Right, let's get in with this review, starting with the Superman Man of Tomorrow is streaming for free at DC Fandom right now. Following the success of the first event a few weeks ago, DC is back with another full day of programming. Fans can hit play at their convenience and enjoy the latest adventure from the Man of Steel, which traces the hero's early days. I'm working my way through watching this film now, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it because it takes a moment of the superman story that is very very interesting because yes it's been looked at it's been identified but then we've not known about this uh, for a very very long time and we've not seen it to this capacity it gives us a lot of people their origin stories uh, identifies a lot of the decisions being made for the really memorable moments in the characters and in the comics um, so working my way through now i'm actually pleasantly surprised i went into this film with some trepidation actually simple reason being i watched the superman red sun film um, that was premiered uh, on uh, VOD a couple of uh, months ago and I was not a big fan of that film simply because I think it had a lot of problems you can find where I rank all them films at my end of year ranking by the way that coming that's coming in December so a bit of a while 
if we actually know my full opinions on it, but I, I was going to this with a bit of trepidation. In terms of streaming it for free, I think it's definitely getting a lot of people uh, intrigued in their animated films. Of course, the animated original universe films look like it's going to see its con- conclusion um, as well. So that's you know disappointing, but they need to, to keep making animated films. DC do... Uh, incredibly well with them over the years so i'm really looking forward to seeing these new era and if it starts with matter tomorrow i'll be pleasantly happy hopefully it doesn't um disappoint me in the final acts black lightning cast on their hopes for season four and why this show is more relevant than ever was one, Black Lightning was one of the few Arrowverse shows that got to complete its latest season without being in, interrupted by any COVID-related shutdowns. But at their DC fandom panel, they discussed what they'd like to see for their characters when the superhero show does eventually return. Chris Williams, who does play Black Lightning, says, I'd like to get back into the school. Adams, who plays scientist, and Pierce's ex-wife, Lynn Stewart, says she would like to not be drunk or on drugs and then Nefessa Williams uh, who is Black Lightning's daughter says that her character Anissa and her girlfriend Grace eventually walk down the aisle that's what she would like to see um, after their wedding was cut short towards the end of season 3 so I was watching Black Lightning season 1 uh, out of turn so then I've just uh, took a big big break from it and then when it fits in with the storyline, I can pick it back up again so it, it follows all of the Arrowverse continuity. I really enjoyed the the, the couple of episodes I've watched from Black Lightning, so um, I think it's definitely very, very different. I think you, you're looking at a hero that doesn't want to do it for simple reasons. I think there's certain decisions, uh, especially in the first series, I can only mention with that, but that just giving us a lot more of a different superhero uh, identity so there are a lot of strong and potential to this series that a lot of people are going to be enjoying um, and the fact that the fa- the cast are possibly hinting at these uh, new parts it will be absolutely fantastic if you're talking about the uh, why is it more important than ever obviously this year has had a lot of Black Lives Matter movements has had a lot of sort of talk about all of that. To me, that's really, really intriguing. That is really, really intriguing. The fact that you've got this show and also the other Black Lives Matter films and TV shows that are out there, check out that podcast uh, dedicated to that if you've not seen it. Um, one of my most popular podcasts, so please go and check that one out. So definitely these shows are going to be very, very important Um especially with this year and what's happened, sadly happened. Uh, that doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon, unfortunately. Batwoman, new suit and representation. Um, Liz, there are two main mysteries that will drive this season. The first is the mystery of what happened to Kate Kane. It seems that every character will have their own theory on their whereabouts, and that will drive us deep into the season. And then the second part of it will be how the existing character take to Ryan Wilder stepping on the mantle of the bat. How will Mary, played by Nicole Kang, accept her stepsister is missing? Alice, that's played by Rachel Scottson, has built all her plans around Kate and that has been taken away from her. And how will Luke, played by Cameron Johnson, feel about yet someone else entering the Batcave? So, again, I watched this out of turn, but... 
and the full review of Batwoman season one again is available on this channel so you can share my full thoughts when all was that happening about she she left or she did she get fired did who's going to come in how they're going to do it at the end of the day it is just news to be fair I didn't hate this series as much as other people did I think especially at the beginning and, and the conclusion was brilliant some episodes were really really good in that so I was a bit disappointed by certain things and certain decisions but if it's Batman season 2 let's see what happens there obviously the biggest thing is because Kate Kane was part of the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover in the Arrowverse so how will that look that's my only big worry of it um, and I hope they make some right decisions because I think there were a lot of negative decisions in terms of story of character building of development of the overall character story uh, and, and character arc for Batwoman so there's definitely going to be a lot and obviously a new Batsuit as well which will be something for fans to really be intrigued by about how it looks and how it's related to the comics. Legends of Tomorrow panel teases Aliens, New Legends and perhaps a musical they spoke about. Uh, the new member joining the Wave Rider, uh, Esperanza Spooner Cruz, that's played by Lizeth Charez. Uh, her character was nabbed by Aliens herself and does nothing but vengeance on her mind, quite like their leader Sarah Lance, who was absent from the season um, after she was snatched up by aliens in the final moments of season five. And then also the legends will be traveling through history, marking the first time this show has tackled extraterrestrials since the Arrowverse invasion crossover that happened at season two, which is where I'm at at the moment. And then that also could include a musical as well uh, with producer Grain Godfrey saying, why not? Anything's in the cards. We can do anything. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow does return to the CW in 2021, much like a lot of the TV shows that's been cut due to the pandemic. So, Legends of Tomorrow, I think it's such a breath of fresh air for the Arrowverse. Like I said, I'm on season two as well, so I'm a bit behind everybody else. And, you know, obviously a lot of people new sort of stories and stuff like that i didn't however i really really enjoyed both two seasons i think the tone shift from episode to episode and you see it in a new light some dark some light brilliant absolutely fantastic there so a lot of great positives let's and the fact that they are taking risks they're saying yeah why not that just shows the boldness of this series and just how fans will go in and not expect because the problem really now with tv shows is that there's a lot hinted there's a lot that people can guess from it becomes very stereotypical and very very boring the fact that you're going to include a musical in a series where it's predominantly them fighting aliens it's absolutely brilliant it's crazy and it's very wild and i think that is really really that's going to help it uh, in my opinion than hinder it Stargirl gazes towards season two as Jeff John teases more Grundy and Eclipso. After an intense look back at the epic one season one, epic season one crowning battle between the JSA and Solomon Grundy, John says it's not the last time the CGI zombie terror will show up as Stargirl gazes towards its second series. I'm excited for people to see more Grundy. He's not gone just yet. Also likely to step into the spotlight as a new on deck Injustice Society villain is Eclipso, which is teased in the season one finale. When Cindy Burnham, played by Meg DeLacy, spies the shattered spirit lurking inside a mistress black diamond. In which Stargo already orbited the second series as a full scale at CW. All that's left is to wait for word on what to expect the next battle 
batch of episodes. I watched Argo. My full review is again on this channel. I know I keep saying that a lot, but the amount of content I've done over here is incredible. And not only have I done a lot, it's also received some great praise. Again, that's thanks to you. So, in my opinion, the Stargo first series I really like. I really liked. I, it was brilliant. I could only say really positive things and recommend it to everybody. So, looking forward to the second series. Nice to see these characters being introduced. I know from uh, from sources that maybe these characters are going to be very, very different, very intriguing. So, there's definitely going to be a lot of good signs towards Stargirl season two the cliffhanger end of season one is brilliant so definitely recommend this show and looking forward to seeing any more news we get from Stargirl DC's Doom Patrol renewed for season three but not on DC Universe instead will be on HBO Max so again don't know much about Doom Patrol not watched it yet it's something I do need to watch so I can't really say much about it all I know is HBO Max are getting some really, really good streaming services at the moment. Hopefully they can compete with stuff like Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Netflix. Hopefully if it's getting stuff like this where it's got a big uh, media following, it's definitely only going to do things good for the streaming service. Harley Quinn panel, no season three yet as well. I am watching the animated Harley Quinn series, something very, very different. It was very light, very comedic, so looking forward to seeing more of that. Um, Obviously, no season three yet currently due with the pandemic uh, as well, unfortunately. So, But it's going to be very interesting to see whether we'll get any more of that and when it's going to be released. The CW Superman and Lois show will introduce badass new costume. Uh, Todd Helbing said, originally Superman came on for the crossovers and that suit just wasn't built to sustain a series. This show gave us a fresh slate. They said, yeah, let's make a new suit. There's going to be a really badass Superman suit in this show that I'm pretty excited about. Superman and Lois himself, a spin-off of Supergirl, was able to wrap up its first season prior to the, lo- to the lockdown. And it's expected to premiere on the CW in uh, January of 2021. So I'm working my way through the Arrowverse, guys, as you know. So hopefully by January 2021, I'd have finished it all and waiting for this new series. I'm always um, being hinted, especially with the Supergirl series about the Man of Steel. So really nice to see him getting his own show as well. Lois Lane is such a great character that's been interpreted so many times so there's a lot of positives going in and the superman suit definitely going to be good to get a fresh air and then finally pennyworth season two will see a pregnant martha kane and um, after some reminiscence about season one of pennyworth we finally got some information on season two the season was in production when the coronavirus pandemic caused everything to shut down but only two episodes had been completed uh, so there wasn't a lot of information. The only thing that they did uh, share was that Martha Kane, played by Emma Piet, become pregnant. We should note that at no time did they say that Thomas Wayne, played by Ben Aldridge, is the father. So a bit of mystery in there. I did watch Pennyworth season one. It was not linked to the Arrowverse or anything like that. So it was something that was uh, a pleasant watch for me to check out uh, alongside all the other DC stuff. Uh, I really liked because it was super. It was different. This character looked really, really cool. No links to the Batman things, which I think was nice because 
a lot of these shows have to make certain decisions because fans will be like, well, that doesn't link, that doesn't work together. Uh, it was a fresh state, great casting as well of, of Pennyworth. The villain was really cool um, as well in the first series. So a lot of momentum going into the second one and it's some absolutely uh, big news. To be fair, I expect Thomas Wayne to be the father. It, it is going to be such an inevitable thing, whether it will be Bruce, whether it will be something else another person which is going to be massive uproar if it is but there's definitely a lot of potential to then not be Bruce Wayne and um, see whether uh, this character will have a new light so that is it for my for my DC fandom review like I said at the top of the podcast thank you so much for the recent success it's been absolutely brilliant would like would love to keep that up as well if you want to know what podcasts are coming up this week make sure you check out the podcast plan that's available on instagram go and give it a follow as well and also check out our brand new instagram tfp.football so you know all of the big football stuff plus getting details on how you can join our score prediction league all i have left to say is i don't know what my next podcast will be about but that'll be something you love see you in a bit